Hallelujah, River Family. Pastor Corey here. I uh, love you all so much. Miss you. And it's been a, a few weeks since I've had an opportunity to speak to you and address you and, and share with you here uh, uh, via video. And I get to do that again today. It's my privilege. I love you all. Miss you. And uh, uh, believing that everybody's doing well. I know we've kind of been on a bit of a I know you guys have been kind of on a vacation mode there and with Bible school out, but again, Bible school gearing up again. So, um, amen. And I'm just really looking into, uh, you know, some, some important things. We're continuing to work on setting up the foundation in our building search. Just be in prayer, guys. We really need to see a major breakthrough, and it's going to take a lot of prayer. We had a really nice place that I really, uh, it looked really, really great. Um, and just uh, reached out to the owner and, uh, you know, when, of course, uh, w was concerning a church, he got spooked a little bit, I guess, but we haven't heard back. But we're continuing to search for a building. Keep your eyes open. Amen. We're ready to move on it as soon as we can. And, man, we've got to get it ready uh, before the end of the year and move into it. We need more space. You know that. So the Lord's provided what we need. We just need to find a building now and renovate it and get it ready, get it set up. Amen. Anyways, hallelujah. Let's just pray a little bit. Father, we thank you. Korama shikembe, briomba makasata, ariendo moshonda makiriesta kandala mosoto. Thank you, Lord, for this time. As I share the word, I just ask that you touch each and every person. You speak to their hearts. You give them understanding, revelation. The entrance of your word brings light. So I ask you to bring light into our hearts. Illuminate the word, Holy Ghost, into our spirits that we may be uh, enlightened by the word. We may be Encouraged by the word that our faith might be built up and we might be strengthened by the word and fed and our minds renewed by the word. And we thank you for it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Um, something that's been going over and over in my spirit, and I've shared about it. I don't know if any one of you over there in, uh, I mean, I know some of you got to watch it when I was doing a couple of Thursday night uh, broadcasts here in West Palm Beach. I know uh, some of some of our people in Istanbul were watching and, and got to hear maybe uh, what I had been sharing. But I really have been sharing a lot on healing uh, here in the month of August here in West Palm Beach. And I really, um, something that the Lord's really stirred in my heart uh, about, about getting ready. You know, that's one of the things. And, and, and I mean, years and years ago, more than 10 years ago, the Lord began to speak to me about the end times, getting to church ready for the end times, you know, getting my people ready for the end times, the Lord said, and He gave me three things. He said, build people's faith up. You know, they need to learn how to operate by faith, to combat, to stand against, or to resist, or to have an immunity against the spirit of fear of the last days, which we are dealing with right now. The second area was, again, you know, uh, faith, have my, you know, my people built up on, 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 on my word concerning healing, divine healing and health because of what's going to happen in the last days. And we are seeing, you know, we're in the middle of this pandemic, and then of course many other things and who knows what they've, you know, what, they're, what they've got coming down the pipe. I, we just heard recently here that in the state of Florida, they want to release 75 million genetically modified mosquitoes. Man, every time you start to modify the genetics, mess with the natural, what God created, it never goes well. We do not, I curse, we curse those genetically modified mosquitoes, you know. And then the news came out that they're actually spraying the COVID-19 coronavirus every time they spray for mosquitoes strategically in certain areas. There is a lot of chaos. There's a lot of demonic stuff happening here in the United States, especially leading up to this election. It is pretty wild what's going on. We need to be awake to what's going on. And then 
Uh, the third thing the Lord said above, of course, was about having faith for provision and supernatural provision and sustenance because of the things that we're going to, the economic situations we're going to face in the, in the last days. And since we have entered into that period known as the beginning of sorrows or the birth pains, the pre-tribulation period, uh, obviously we're not just hiding, running, oh Lord Jesus come and just rescue us. No, we're going to occupy till he comes. We're going to preach the gospel. We're going to take nations because Jesus said when this gospel of the kingdom is preached in every nation as a witness and then the end shall come. Amen. So we've still got a job to do. We're not cowering in fear. We're not hiding. We're not stopping anything we're doing. We're going to keep pushing forward no matter what the circumstances are, masks, no masks, all these mandates and social distancing, whatever the attack that's come upon the church, which is horrendous. It's actually worse in America probably than in Turkey. I mean, they're actually trying to shut churches down completely. And there is a massive spiritual warfare going on. But we are standing our ground. You guys are standing your ground there. We're going to keep standing our ground. And just like it says in Ephesians chapter 6, you know, the great spiritual warfare chapter, we always want to talk about the spiritual warfare, putting on the full armor of God. But three times, three times in that passage of Scripture, it says, stand. When you've done all you know to do, stand. Stand. Put on the full armor of God and stand. Stand against the, the deceptive, evil um, strategies of the evil one. So stand. We, we are called to stand. We have to take a stand. We have to stand on the Word of God. We have to stand on the principles of the truth of the Word of God. And we have to stand against all the deception and all the lies that's out there in the world that's being propagated by the false prophets of media. Amen. And, and basically those are the false prophets that eat at Jezebel's table. That's what we're dealing with. The Jezebel spirit that operates in the political realm. So we have to stand against these. We have to resist these things. Amen. Now, what the Lord's really been stirring in my spirit, uh, I talked about immunity. You know, we have to develop an immunity. Okay. So go with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved. Everyone say preserved. Amen. Preserved. Blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's very important that we understand the context of this verse. Of course, we look at this verse, spirit, soul, and body. It talks about the three-part being that we are, spirit, soul, and body. That's very important, wonderful. We teach on these things. We have classes in Bible school where we talk about these things. We teach on the spirit, soul, and body. It's very important to understand what the spirit is, what the soul is, what the body is, all of those things. But but we need, to, we need to look at something. It, it begins to talk about the God of peace. It doesn't just say may God, or may, it doesn't say may the God of love. It doesn't say may the God of power. It doesn't just say may our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, it says the God of peace. And it's very important to understand the God of peace. And that word peace in the Hebrew is shalom. In the Greek, you know, also means a wholeness. Both of them talks about a, a state of being where everything is at peace where everything is working, where everything is in order, where everything is calm, where everything is in divine order, not chaos, not confusion. So the God of peace, because we are in turbulent times, so it is the God of peace that's going to cause us to be sanctified, which means to be made holy and sanctified completely, not halfway, not a quarter way, but completely. And of course, your whole spirit, soul, and body being preserved. So we are now in the time with God of peace because we are in turbulent times. So it's actually the God of peace that's going to do that work of sanctification. It's the peace of God so that the peace of God settled in our spirits. 
Amen. The peace of God settled in our souls. The peace of God settled on our bodies. Okay? When your body is in peace, you're healthy, you're whole, you're healed. When your soul is in peace, your mind, your will, your emotions, everything is in divine order. There's no confusion. There's no fear. There's no chaos. Uh, do you understand me? Amen. There's no, uh, there's, there's no deception. Uh, you're not all tossed to and fro with emotions and, 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 and you're not all in your mind confused and, and you don't have an understanding and you're tossed to and fro. And where your will is not tossed to and fro, your, your will is at peace. Your will, you know, your, your heart and your mind is guarded by the peace of God that passes all understanding and you are preserved. Why? Because of the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this really is very significant. This verse is very significant about the end times actually. As we see, uh, as we approach closer and closer to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, we're going to have to learn to develop immunity, peace, wholeness, health in our spirit, soul, and body. Amen. You are a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. We have to understand that. And when it comes to healing, when it comes to the things that we're dealing in the world system, we're going to be fighting a battle in three battlefronts. It's not just one battlefront. See, People don't understand. Sickness, disease, it's not just something physical. Yeah, a virus, the coronavirus, the COVID-19, whatever. It's actually the seventh iteration of the viruses that we have, we have been dealing with. Do you understand me? You know, it's actually the seventh iteration that we are dealing with. But this is, um, you know, it's been around for, for a while. I mean, the swine flu and the other ones that there were before, the bird flus and all these H1N1s, these were actually different iterations of the coronavirus. So this is nothing new. It's been around, but this is a man-made virus. It's a biological weapon. It was developed in a laboratory and there's a whole history behind it. It didn't just start in Wuhan. It actually started in America, in University of North Carolina, and it's been going on with the funding coming from the globalists and the Bill Gates Foundation and these Dr. Fauci's and all these World Health Organization and ChaiComs, the Chinese Communists, they're all a part of this. It's a globalist weapon. It's a biological weapon that's been formed. But our Bible tells us, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Amen. Hallelujah. But so you're going to have to understand, it's not just a a virus, you see, a virus is something, obviously, you can't see it, but it is a physical object that gets in body and makes people sick. You understand me? But it's, you're not just fighting, and you don't need, and of course, people that have good immunity, physical immunity and health, get over it very easily, very quickly. It's the people that are immune compromised that are dying, that have other uh, pre-existing conditions like heart conditions and, and have diabetes and high blood pressure and, all, and, and these other issues, their body is not able to fight this thing. Do you understand me? So you got to build up your physical immunity, which I'm going to talk about. Then you got to build up, because Im what is immunity? Immunity means resistance, the ability to fight back. I immunity is the ability of your, of your body to be fight back. There's got to be a fight in your physical body, right? Submit to God, resist the devil, he will flee from you. So you've got to develop that a, a resistance in your body. You got to be healthy. You got to eat healthy. You got to eat healthy. You got to cut out the junk food. You got to cut out the fast food. You got to cut out the crappy food. You got to cut out the Coca-Colas and the sodas and the Fantas. It is all poison. You got to cut all, you got to cut out the smoking and the alcohol drinking. All of that is designed to weaken your body. Do you understand me? And, and you've got to learn to keep fit. You got to take the supplements, the vitamins, uh, not the chemical stuff, but the plant-based vitamins 
and you got to eat healthy. You got to eat. You got to take all your vitamins. You got to eat the right stuff. You got to stay away from sugar and all the refined sugar and all the white breads and all the, the five deadly whites. And you got to feed your body vegetables and fruits. Thank God, man, we got good stuff in Turkey. It's harder here in America. You know what? We have to spend so much money here in America to eat healthy, the organic stuff, the stuff that's so cheap in Turkey. I mean, think about one pomegranate. I mean, I used to buy literally kilos and kilos of it for just a few lira and make my own juice. I, I was always juicing in Turkey with ginger and, and oranges and pomegranates. Here, one pomegranate is $5. Can you believe it? I mean, stuff is, but you know what? And especially if it's organic, it's even more. It costs money. I tell people, people tell me all the time, it is so expensive to eat organic. I said, you know what? If you don't eat organic, it's going to cost you even more later because you're going to get sick. So you got to <clears throat> develop immunity in your physical body. <clears throat> Do you understand me? So that's your the ability of your body to fight so that you can produce those antibodies and to defeat the virus. Then secondly, you got to develop an immunity in your soul, which is your mind, your will, and emotions. You got to renew your mind with the Word of God. You can't be led by emotions. You can't be led by feelings. You can't be led by what you hear. You, remember I said, you can't live by information, which is what comes in here, okay? Through your eyes and ears from the media and all the world around you. You got to be led by revelation. So your mind has to be renewed by the Word of God. And then you got to be strong spiritually. Uh, uh, you got to be strong emotionally. You got to be strong in your mind. You got to be a single-minded person. Develop mental health and be strong. And then you got to be have, have a strong will. You have to be committed. And some people, you watch them, they're so wishy-washy. They have weak wills. One day yes, one day no, they go back and forth. No, you got to be committed. Remember, a double-minded man cannot receive anything from the Lord. You got to be single-minded. Man, I am completely committed to the things of God. I'm committed to the Word. I'm going to walk by faith. I'm sold out to the Lord and I'm going to separate myself from the world and I'm going to cut out all the junk. I'm going to be sanctified. No sin in my life. No compromise in my life. I'm going to be on fire for Jesus. And some of you all, I tell you what, the, the pull of the world is way too much in your life. And that is a compromised area. And so you can be, listen to me, you can be physically immune compromised and get sick and die. But you can also be immune, immune compromised in your soul. Because the Bible tells us that the world wars against our soul. It's trying to get control of our mind, will and emotions. Sexual emotions. Uh, sensuality and, and the pull of the world and, and the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life, and the pull of the money, and all of that. You got to cut all that junk out of your life, and you got to get your life clean and separated from the world. You cannot love the world. The Bible says, you, John says, if you love the world, you hate the Father. Whoever loves the world, the love of the Father is not in them. And what is the love of the world? The lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. You got to cut that stuff out of your life. Addictions got to be cut. Amen. Compromise has to be cut. Fleshly carnal living has to be cut. Some of you, you, you spend way too much time on social media following some stupid loser, demon-possessed singer in the other side of the world and trying to dress like them, be like them. Cut that junk out of your life. Man, I feel the anointing. I wasn't even planning on saying some of these things, but I feel like some, some of you all need to hear this. And I, I, unfortunately, I, I see some of you all on social media. You are trying to imitate the world. You're trying to be like the world. No. You are a peculiar people. You're a holy nation. You stop trying to imitate the world. Stop trying to be like the, the, the movie stars and the, and, 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 and the music uh, stars and all of those. And stop posing like them. Stop dressing like them. 
Get the flesh cut out of your life, guys. You got to develop immunity in your soul, resistance to the things of the world because it's a battlefront. And when sickness comes against you, that fear, those emotions, you know, I've seen people when they get sick, they just fall apart emotionally, they fall apart in their mind, you know, even Christians, and they give up, they quit, and they end up dying. And then you find other people, they're not even Christians, but they just have a strong will. It's like willpower. You see, there's spiritual power, there's physical power, right? But there's also soulish power, willpower. It is the power of your will. No, I'm not going to die. No, I'm not going to give in to this thing. No, this thing's not going to take me out. I have seen people just through willpower beat cancer and they were not even saved. They were not even Christians. They were just determined I'm not going to die. This thing's not going to take me out. And they just fought the thing, you know. So again, that's an immunity of your, of your soul, your mind, will, and emotions. And then, of course, immunity in your spirit. Well, how do you become immune in your spirit? Well, you got to feed your spirit the right kind of food. You know, just like you can't feed your body bad food, you can't feed your spirit bad food. You need good, solid doctrine. You need to feed on the Word of God. You need to come to River Bible Institute. You need to come to church. You need to get in the Word for yourself. You need to become a student of the Word, studying uh, to show yourself approved unto God, rightly dividing the Word of truth. I mean, getting in the Word, man, just immersing yourself in the Word, studying the Word, meditating on it day and night, confessing the Word, you know, building up your confession, building up your spirit you know, building up your faith, right? You know, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Spirit, praying in the Holy Ghost, which is praying in tongues, Jude 20, edifying your spirit according to 1 Corinthians uh, 14.3, edifying your spirit, right? Uh, he who prays in tongues edifies himself, edifying your spirit. Come on, building up your spirit, building up your spiritual immunity, that you are strong in spirit, that you have a spirit of faith, not a spirit of fear that you operate by a spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. These are all spiritual things. Amen. Which is your spirit and your soul. And dearly beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So that means this, the prosperity that's on the inside, the abundant life that's flowing out of you, out of your belly flows rivers of living water, out of your heart flows the issues of life. That's why you got to protect your heart. So spirit, soul, and body, developing immunity, resistance, having that fight, amen. For many people, it's not just a lack of faith, it's a lack of fight. So you gotta, you're gonna have to fight in the realm of the spirit, you're gonna have to fight in the realm of the soul, and you're gonna have to fight in the realm of the physical, your body. And so there's gonna be a battlefront in all three areas, and that's, you're gonna have to get strengthened in all three areas, not one. Preserve blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, whole spirit, soul, and body. May your whole spirit, soul, and body. This is what you gotta work on, guys, okay? Some people, they, all they put their, their whole attention on their, on their body, they work out, they're buff, they take, you know, they look good, but their spirits are weak, their minds are weak, you know, so you're going to have to do all, all three. Others are very spiritual, they pray in tongues, they, you know, they're in the Word, but then they're overweight, they're diabetics, they, they drink six, seven bottles of Coca-Cola and, and ten glasses of tea and coffee every day, and they, don't, they eat bad food, they don't sleep right. Hey guys, you know, you got to take care of everything. Hallelujah. And let me just finish with this. Pastor Rose had a powerful dream, actually a vision. She said in this vision, she was like half awake. She saw it was in a laboratory setting and there were people in lab coats and they had just manufactured a virus and they put it in this vial and they were looking at it. They were saying, it's deadly, but it's not as deadly as we want it. 
And of course, you know, the vision was like normal. You know, it's a laboratory setting. You expect to see people in lab coats. You expect to see, you know, vials and, and like, you know, laboratory equipment. But then they take the vial to another room and then, then the scene shifts and it's different. It's almost like a, some kind of a ritual, like a, a spiritual ritual going on. And there's people dressed there like priests and priestesses. And there were high level occult witches and warlocks and priests in the globalist one world government, one world religion, uh, uh, mystery Babylon, Babylon, Babylonian system. I mean, these were high level occult practitioners with very high level uh, demonic powers. And they came around the vial and they laid hands on the vial with the virus, which was the coronavirus. And they were speaking curses to it. And they were releasing death, destruction and famine throughout the world. And then she got a, this powerful revelation. Now, of course, I know because obviously when you're dealing with a virus, you're not just dealing with the physical thing, like I said, but you're also dealing with the spiritual side. That's why Jesus cast a spirit of infirmity out of a woman. Remember a woman that was bound 18 years with a spirit of infirmity. She was hunched over like this. And she just said, woman thou art loosed from the spirit of infirmity. And the woman just became straight. So there was really nothing physically wrong with her. And I have seen that. I was just dealing with a lady here. She said, I've been to so many doctors. They have run every test imaginable for the last several years. They can't find anything wrong with me, but I'm always sick. Well, I said, it's a spirit of infirmity. And I cast the spirit of infirmity out of her. And she's been totally fine. Years and years of struggling. Years and years going to basically, you know, like your denominational, seeker-friendly mega church here since you started coming here. The Lord set her free. But see, there's a spirit of infirmity. So... Remember, you know, in Turkey, we have that Nazar Boncuk, remember? People come to Turkey, get those things. They think, it's, oh, it's a nice little souvenir. Well, it's an idol. It's a superstitious thing. And every idol, you know these from Africa and other places, every idol, even though it's a physical object, has a spirit, an invisible demonic spirit attached to it. And the same thing with this virus. There's a spirit of infirmity and a witchcraft curse attached to it. So what I've been, since this revelation, what I've been doing when I pray for people is I break the witchcraft curse off of them and I break the spirit of infirmity off of them and I curse the virus and I command it to wither up from the roots and disappear, physically die off. But then I got to deal with the other side of it, the fear and the spirit of infirmity and a, it, there's a witchcraft curse attached to it. There's an occult sorcery, okay, sorcery. And the word for sorcery, by the way, the word for sorcery, one of the 17 works of the flesh in Galatians 5.19 is sorcery or witchcraft. Do you know that the Greek word is pharmakia? That's where we get the word pharmacy or pharmaceutical. So the big pharma, the big pharmaceutical companies, which is about five of them, just like there's only about five media companies, there's only like three companies that run the whole food industry. You know, we, we think that we have this variety there's an illusion of variety but it's really just a three to five to six different mega corporations and with people behind them who hate the world who hate god who worship and serve lucifer that want to establish this one world structure one world government one world economy and money system and one world religion you see so so pharmakia these pharmaceuticals the whole vaccination agenda behind the virus is really Pharmakia, it's witchcraft, sorcery, because they want to inject microchips, nanochips into people, and they want to roll out the 5G network and track everybody. So everybody is now tracked. They, they're under full, total control. That's why the spirit of Antichrist is taking the world system. That's why we have to understand these things, resist these things, develop that resistance in your spirit, 
against the spirit of infirmity, spirit of fear, spirit of deception. Be strong in faith, having a spirit of faith. Amen. A, a spirit that's full of power and, 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 and Holy Ghost fire. And then your soul has to be strong, strong mind, strong will, strong emotions. Your emotions uh, subject to the spirit that you have the holy emotions of the joy of the Lord, the peace of God, you know, patience and, and love, joy, peace. You know, these are holy emotions, not like rage and anger and wrath. You know, those are demonic emotions. So the, the solution to world's problems is not burning down buildings and rioting and looting. It's preaching the gospel. And unfortunately, many people are getting caught up in that whole thing. You know, they don't even understand the, the so, even the so-called racial justice movement or the social justice movement and many churches have gotten into a false gospel they're preaching a social justice gospel and one preacher said if Jesus was here he would be rioting you know he would be looting he'd be burning down buildings and of course he's using some scripture completely out of context because Jesus went in and overturned the money changers tables whipping them that's about the banking system that's actually going after the greedy bankers that buy everybody out but he wouldn't be attacking people's homes and burning down people's businesses. But that's what they're preaching here because they're totally caught up in a false gospel called the social justice gospel. It's a false gospel. It's not the gospel of the kingdom. It's a false gospel. It's only transformation of the hearts of people when they get born again and filled with the Holy Ghost and they're fed with the Word of God and their minds are renewed with the Word of God. They're sanctified completely, whole spirit, soul and body that they truly are transformed, okay? And it's only the, the gospel of the kingdom, the true gospel that transforms people from inside out. You can't do it by protesting, picketing, burning things down, fighting, raging, rioting, killing, protesting. It doesn't do anything. It does not do anything. So we have to understand what we're dealing with, guys. So I want to encourage you with these words. I want to challenge you with these words. And I wanted to teach these things so that you understand what we're dealing with and that you develop this immunity in your spirit, soul and body, which is the ability to resist and to fight and to be strong against whatever attack comes, spiritual attack, soulish attack, physical attack. Amen. Father, I just thank you that the words that I've spoken today have helped your people and then they have gained great understanding. And I just thank you, Lord, that you're going to do a mighty, mighty work through them. And I just speak life over everybody. I plead the blood of Jesus over them. And I pray, Lord, that the God of peace and this is a prayer. Now I pray in Jesus' name, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved, blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And he who calls you is faithful, who also will do it. Amen. He's going to do it. Love you guys. I hope you got something out of this today. Blessings to all, and I'll have something for you again next week. Bye-bye. Oh, by the way, Pastor Hamdi and Layla are coming back this week. So you'll get to see them. Amen. And, uh, uh, and then I'm, I'm going to come. I am going to come. I'm just waiting on the divine timing. There's some things that have to, to be in, in order. And then there's some things behind the scenes that I'm also working on. But I'll be there very, very soon. Love you all. Blessings.